Are there times you feel your life isn't where you dreamed it would be? Do you wake up and feel like saying, I don't know if this routine is making me happy? Without the freedom to think and direct our own lives, other people do it for us. The point you start to feel off balance is tough. You question your own ability. This podcast will give you fascinating new perspectives, tools and methods from the greatest minds across the world. You'll become part of a global community, meeting people on a journey to invest in themselves first. These perspectives and tools will show you how to unlock your freedom of thought and become the master of your own life. So, let's get started. Welcome to The Shea Show. This is the leading podcast to help you learn incredible new perspectives and become the master of your own life. You can connect with Shay at Shay-Doran.com. For now, open your mind, be present. It's time to begin a new journey to your self-directed life. You got this. Yes, welcome back, everyone. Happy New Year. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be tuning in from around the world. Not only are there listeners in the UK, though also China, Namibia, America, India, across Europe. We're truly building a community of people across the world focusing on their self-investment and mindset. It's amazing. So welcome back and welcome to 2021. I hope that you've all had an amazing break and got some time to reflect, recharge, and now it's time to begin this year. It's going to be a huge one. And I believe that you're going to make it one that you're really proud of. An honest question to ask yourself, how have your habits started this week? And a line to remember as we start this year and throughout the rest of the year, how you do anything is how you do everything. How you do anything is how you do everything. That's the mindset this year. And it's what today's episode is all about. Focus, helping you shift into the zone that you'd love to be in to make this year one that you can just smash. I'll be talking specifically about how recovery focus is vital for each of us, what that means and how it's the missing puzzle piece for you, and of course, how to implement it. From Serena Williams to LeBron James, and many others who've smashed the peak in their field, this is an absolutely critical tool and one that you can start using today. Are you ready to do this? Let's get cracking. Okay, let me ask first, have you experienced the feeling of frustration before? When something didn't go to plan, you spend more time focusing on why it didn't work or feeling bad rather than moving forward. This is a trap that many people fall into. And the idea for this topic came when I was reflecting on 2020. And I noticed there'd been times I'd done this in a year myself. You find yourself going through these 
periodic phases of self-doubt and frustration and focusing on what went wrong and even feeling sorry for yourself at times. It does happen to us all, though the thing is, it has a disproportional impact. And what do I mean? Well, try and picture a graph in your head and this graph is based on the time it takes for you to feel confident in your self-ability. And on the left axis going up, you have the level of confidence. So let's say zero to 10. And along the bottom, you have the time it takes to build confidence. For some people, this could be literally a lifetime. Though let's say for this exercise, it's 20 ranging up to 40 years. Picture how your self-confidence line would look on that graph. So remember, you've got on the left, 0 to 10 is the level of self-confidence and then your age along the bottom, 20 to 40. As you get older, what happens to that line? Is it fair to say you can picture a confidence line starting from the bottom and over time making a slow and steady increase? Taking a few hits, definitely, though increasing at a slow and steady pace as time goes on. Okay, now rub that graph clear. And now we're going to do one on the self-doubt line. So the left axis is the level of self-doubt, 0 to 10. And along the bottom is the same age. How does your self-doubt line look? I believe that most of us would draw this line as a regular up and down spike. Times where it's really high and then times where it's lower. Though it happens at a much more regular frequency than the confidence line, if you compare those two graphs to each other now. And the self-doubt line also hits a lot higher. It scores a lot higher on the scale. Is closer to hitting that 10 a lot more often than the self-confidence line is. That's what means it has a disproportionate impact on your self-confidence. When your self-doubt is high, your confidence takes a major hit. And you're right to think, well, that's obvious. You know, the two lines go hand in hand. Though this self-doubt line, when it's high, it can totally pull the rug from under your feet. And this is the dangerous part. It has this domino effect when it peaks and it can unravel, knocking you off your course. And on many levels, you know, self-belief, it can change your routine. It can even make you give up on something. And you go into a zone of focusing only on why something didn't work and why you're not good enough questioning your own ability. You remain stuck in this zone for quite some time. And some of you may also find that this zone has become a recurring theme in your life. Compare it to the other line. You don't really feel the self-confidence in this same way because it builds a steady pace over time. You don't find yourself 
rapidly in and out of the zone as much. And it can certainly feel like the self-doubt line rules, like it has more dominance. But today is about turning that around. I mentioned at the start something I call recovery focus. And this is the ability to increase your speed of recovery from moments where the self-doubt line starts to spike. Think about an athlete. Their ability to recover at speed is fundamental to what they do. They can't reach the peak of their game without working on that. When an injury strikes, it's all about speed and quality of recovery, getting their body back into the game as fast as possible. So that forms a huge part of training and not only are athletes training to increase their performance and strength, of course, but they're also working on their body's ability to recover. And there's so much that we're able to learn from this. And the second part that athletes are working on is this exact bit that I call recovery focus. It's the mindset rather than a physical recovery. So let's just carry on with the example of a, an athlete because I think it makes it really easy to understand. Imagine that you are Serena Williams or LeBron James. What happens when you miss a shot? When you miss two shots? What happens if you make multiple mistakes in a set or a quarter? What happens if you screw up an entire game? Do they go into this continuous, long-lasting zone of self-doubt and frustration? No. Their focus is on the ability to recover from that moment of frustration as fast as possible and get back into that self-confidence, self-belief focus zone. This is where they know they're performing at their peak in a mindset of moving forward rather than being stuck. And it's this skill of recovery focus that enables you to bounce back, take a hit and move forward and remain fluid and free. Every athlete, every business person, every performer, every parent, everyone has a bad day, an off period. It's completely normal and we need those. We need those times to focus us, but it's also about how quickly we recover. And let's take a look at some examples, some real stories to bring this to life. Because usually we can look at these top athletes and just think that, you know, they're fantastic at what they do. Uh, they're surreal in some cases or not human. But they are human and they take these knocks to their lives. Serena, she's had multiple injuries throughout her career. She's had at least seven major comebacks in huge world competitions. And she returned to number one after giving birth to her child. LeBron, he didn't win one game in the 2007 NBA League and the pressure was on him from that point. And it took five years for him to secure an NBA title. And in 2018, he got a severe injury and missed 17 games. Oprah Winfrey, she was born into a poor family, abused from the age of nine. She ran away at 13 she became pregnant and lost her first child at 14. And one of her first movies as a breakthrough into Hollywood totally flopped. So these 
are all examples of major setbacks at major moments in these people's careers. Imagine all of the smaller setbacks and self-doubts that they faced before that, and no doubt still happens to those individuals today. Though their experience has taught them to recover faster. And it's not through a magic pill. It's not through an undiscovered trait. It's mindset. So what is the mindset? What is the model that you can use right now to shift into this zone? I've spent a lot of my time studying these great people and looking at what they say, the advice that they give, how they train and what their principles are. My sister was also a successful professional basketball player. So I've seen and experienced firsthand this mindset at work. And there are three clear stages that you can identify. And this is the mindset that I'd like you to work on. Recognize, recover, reset, triple R. We'll go through each in detail. Recognize. So this is about becoming aware as soon as you're heading into that stuck zone, as soon as your self-doubt line is starting to peak, it's the first and most important step to take, recognizing that that is happening. And it's at the point where the self-doubt is starting to kick in, your mindset is at risk or already starting to unravel. And imagine this like a purple quality street chocolate wrapper. I don't know why that came into my mind, but go with that for now. You're focused, you're wrapped tightly, things are in place. And then something doesn't go the way that you want or expected. The self-doubt hits and now the wrapper starts to unravel, opening up this all-consuming mindset that is totally not focused tightly anymore. Recognizing this state is really important in order to act on it. If you're stuck in it, though you can't see it's happening and you're just all consumed, then you cannot detach yourself from it. You cannot move forward. And recognizing is the ability to step back and see it in third person. The second R, recover. It's time to ask yourself, is this self-doubt helping you to move forward? Is it actually serving you? I believe there are two types of self-doubt. One is being triggered by an actual setback, something that went wrong, it didn't go to plan, not as expected, and it's knocked you. So something that has actually happened. And the other type is just the voice in your head, questioning your ability, saying that you can't do this, or you don't know if you're good enough, and it's not triggered by an actual event. It's just something that has come from when you were younger. And we spoke about that in a previous podcast episode last year. And this is just the imposter syndrome that pops back up at the exact moment that you happen to be pushing yourself. So the first one you can potentially learn something from. It can serve you. And the second one is not serving you. And at this recover stage, Assess if there is something that you can learn, something that you can immediately improve on. And if not, 
If it is just that imposter syndrome and voice popping up, it's simply time to move on. Wave goodbye. It will probably be back to visit again soon anyway. Imagine it as the person that you welcome into your home. You let it have its say equally amongst the other thoughts. And then it's time for that person to leave. That's how we start to think of the self-doubt now. And the final R is reset. You've recognized the self-doubt is happening. You've recovered fast by assessing whether it's serving you or not. And now it's time to reset and move forward. The first part of this is about relaxing, taking a breath. In these moments of self-doubt or of something going wrong and other thoughts unraveling, you become tense and rigid in your mindset. You can become distracted by other thoughts that are trying to intrude. So it's quite ironic that for us to be able to let go and move forward in these high pressure situations, we actually have to relax and think slower than before. And it's really important to not allow this onslaught of other shit to come and happen. So first it's about taking a moment and breathing. And then it's about getting back into the routine that does work for you. This moment of self-doubt doesn't have the right or the allowance to control you and throw you off path. It simply is just not worth it. So you get back into that routine, the zone, doing what you know works well for you. For example, it might be going back to your goals that you wrote down at the start of the day and focusing on the next one. It might be resetting your position on the court to one that you know works for you, ready for the next shot. It might be taking 10 minutes to meditate and clear your mind. Whatever works for you, get back to doing it. And this last part of resetting is about self-belief in that moment. Tell yourself something that you're proud of. What's something that you've done really well? I guarantee that there is at the very least an equal amount of achievements that you can think of to be proud about. So to summarize this, shit happens to all of us every day. It's about our recovery. The onslaught of self-doubt and everything that you can invite in with that simply isn't worth the disproportionate trade-off. So remember, recognize it. That's about being aware of it happening and detaching yourself. Recover from it. That's about asking yourself, is it helpful? Is there something to learn? And reset. Get back to what you know works and congratulate yourself. Recognize, recover, reset. Triple R. As soon as you start to feel from this moment onwards that self-doubt creeping in, triple R. Because when something knocks you off, remember, you've got a brand new day to get ready for. That's it for today. Thank you for being here. Which friend comes to mind that would benefit from what we've spoken about today? 
And that's my one ask, to please pass it on to them so that we can keep on sharing these methods. Next Thursday morning, we'll be talking about who you listen and look to for advice. Is it the right person? Would you agree that many people in life tell you their opinion on your life choices? Have you been influenced by the opinions of others in a way that you didn't want to be? Let's start 2021 by listening to those people who help you climb mountains. See you next week, family. Thank you. Love you all. Go to shay-doring.com to connect with Shay and find out more about becoming a Group X member. 